Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Blackhawk 720. Came to the left circle, pulls up, hole, fires, he scores! Number 400 for Patrick Kane! Take the Blackhawks to go. Blackhawk 720, your insider key to the Hawks. And we got young guys all over our lineup, so if they're not going, we're going to have a tough time. It's time for Blackhawk 720, the only Hawks podcast worth listening to. Now, here's Chris Bowden and Joe Brand, podcast royalty. Hi, everyone, and welcome into a fresh-from-the-oven Blackhawk 720 podcast. Careful, it's hot as we come out of a weekend here uh, where the Blackhawks, I guess, kind of got burned a little bit following a very encouraging start to this six-game homestand. I'm Chris Bowden, your pre- and post-game Blackhawks host on WGN Radio. I'm flying solo this week. My co-host, Joe Brand, has uh, locked me out of the Pilsen podcast pad as he and his podcat uh, Plankton are unavailable for our Monday taping, but we should get them back next week. We'd better. So uh, after a couple of exciting regulation wins over Florida, figuring out a way to beat a Panthers team for the first times this season on Tuesday and Thursday. In come the Nashville Predators on a three-game heater, as well as five victories in their previous six. And suddenly back in the playoff picture, just four points behind the Hawks. They left town and pillaged the Hawks' playoff position uh, by overtaking them with a pair of rather dominant regulation victories, despite scores you know, that read 3-1 and, and 3-2, because it really didn't even seem that close. Uh, both clubs now have 37 points, but the Preds have 18 wins to the Hawks' 16, and 13 regulation wins to the Hawks' 10. Uh, the momentum gained from the pair of wins over Florida uh, just seemed to come to a, a screeching halt over the weekend. Both nights, the Hawks didn't seem ready from the puck drop. Both nights, the visitors took the lead in the opening five minutes. And both nights, Nashville executed its formula to a T, or or maybe we should say to a W. It almost seemed like uh, the confidence and the energy that was regained from the victories earlier in the week turned into a false security that the Hawks could just show up versus a team behind them in the standings, especially when it would seem the most pleasant development over the weekend. The return of Kirby Doc should have fueled that energy a little bit more into their play. But Nashville was their usual aggressive selves. They suffocated the Hawks' offense through the neutral zone and their forecheck. And we'll tell you, tell you a little bit later why this shouldn't be surprising against this team. And And now their GM, David Poyle, you know, suddenly he may not be listening to the trade deadline offers in a couple of weeks for some of his players after, you know, they were probably the front runners in the rumor mill just uh, three weeks ago. Uh, they have found and battled their way back into the playoff conversation despite a few key injuries that they've dealt with, including uh, the absence of their top score over the weekend uh, in Philip Forsberg. So credit the Hawks for finding a way to get back into Sunday's game behind a couple of Alex Debrinkit goals uh, in, in a two minute third period span. But the game and their drop to fifth place was determined on a play that was just, you know, kind of a microcosm of the entire weekend, a poor decision in their own end, leading to a turnover and the deciding Roman Yossi goal just four minutes after the Hawks had tied the score. Doc was the source of that particular turnover, but he certainly wasn't alone in both of those games. Uh, Let's now hear from Debrinkit afterwards about what went wrong during the disappointing weekend. This team struggles versus Nashville. Uh, The two Sunday goals matching his season-long total of 18 tallies from last season. 
and how much Sunday's loss particularly stung with only themselves to blame. Those are games that we're going to have to win down the stretch to, um, you know, make it to the playoffs. And I think obviously we did a good job coming back, but we got to stick with it and, um, you know, be able to rather hold that tie till the end or battle and get another one. I think we had a lot of momentum there and it's just one small breakdown that, um, you know, they score on their good team. So um, they're going to score on chances like that. So I think we just got to figure out a way to, we're not always going to be leading going into the third. Um, Obviously we came back, but um, we got to find a way to, you know, stick with it and um, battle till the end. It feels like all these games are going to be so big, you know, with with points and, and, you know, national take overtakes you guys now in the standings. What, what, What are all these games, I guess, as a team for you guys to experience that, you know, how important is this to um, all these big games throughout this month and probably the next few months? They're obviously really important for us to learn and learn quick. Um, you know, we got another game Tuesday, so um, we need points in that. And, you know, I think, you know, every game from now on is pretty much do or die. So I think we got to, you know, figure out what our um, identity is. Um, we got to go back to what we were doing earlier in the season, battling hard, um, you know, getting cheap goals, going to the net, getting pucks on net and, and doing all that. I think we've kind of gotten away from that a little bit and that's why we're struggling right now. But, um, you know, I think we're, we'll be fine. We have a good team. Um, we just got to figure it out real quick and um, we'll be back and ready to play. For you personally, to match your goal total of last season just through the 32 games this year, whatever it's been you played, has that been significant? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they're just kind of going in this year. Um, you know, a lot of times those shots don't go in or, um, you know, you lose a puck. And um, But been getting a lot of chances this year, so um, obviously I'm playing with really good players, so it's it's been good. Um, they're giving me a chance to put the puck in the net. Alex, what do you think you guys figured out in the third period? Um, I think we we had that desperation. Um, obviously, down two is never a spot you want to be, but, um, you know, you get one, puts the team on their heels, and then um, obviously we were able to get another one real quick. So um, we did a good job there, but we got to figure out a way to, to, to hold that. Um, like I said earlier, you know, these are games we're going to have to, you know, you're not going to be leading going into the third every time you, you win a game. You got to have some comeback wins. And, um, you know, I think our, our beginning of the game kind of let us down a bit. And, you know, evidently that's uh, we gave up too much in the beginning. Hey, Alex, uh, talking about how you've kind of gotten away from the identity a little bit. Is it frustrating to see that happen after it seemed to be going so well for such a long time there? Yeah, it's, I think it's frustrating. Obviously, you know, we've lost too many games in this stretch, um, you know, obviously to be okay with. So um, we got to find a way back to to what we were successful with. And, uh, um, you know, I think we have that in us. Um, I think next game we're going to be a lot better and we're going to come out stronger. Um, we got to start from the, the puck drop. Um, these past two games we've been a pretty tough team in, in the first period. We haven't been very good. So um, we got to play a full 60, um, just come ready to play, and that's what it comes down to. Well, it's just about Nashville specifically. I mean, they seem to really gum up the passing lanes and seem to be tough to play against. How tough is it to stay patient against that team? They they uh, have a good neutral zone forecheck. Um, <clears throat> I think we just got to get pucks in deep and, you know, forecheck them hard. I think, you know, obviously if you have a lot of speed going going into them and they'll turn pucks over. So, um, but, you know, they're a good defensive team. They play well. 
you know, it's frustrating, but we can't can't let that get to us. We just got to stick to our game and, and keep hounding them. Great bounce back season continuing for Alex. He's starting to run away with the team's goal scoring honors as, as Patrick Kane has scored just two goals in 13 games since getting that 400th of his career. Uh, but 88 uh, certainly continuing to pile up points through assists uh, and uh, leading the team in both of those categories. But goals and points against Nashville, they have been hard to come by for the Blackhawks. And it's not just this season when they've managed only six goals in going 0-2-2 versus the Preds. Beginning with the 2017 first-round playoff sweep by Nashville, these teams have met 20 times. And I brought this up during our broadcast over the weekend. In these last 20 meetings, the Hawks have totaled 36 goals, and that includes one game last season where they pumped in seven of those. So in the other 19, the Hawks have scored three goals once and two or fewer in the other 18. It really is amazing. And if the Hawks are to make the playoffs this season, they're going to have to find a way to figure out uh, that with four or uh, more meetings scheduled between these teams starting Saturday afternoon in Music City to generate some offense. Let's now hear from Jeremy Carlton following Sunday's loss, and he he details the little things his team needs to do when it's successful. It's not like we haven't heard this before, but that was absent over the weekend. The head coach also addresses how each team goes through these stretches in a season where it gets away from its identity, getting just one shot on goal as well and three power play chances Sunday, and not being ready to play as they need to at puck drop both nights. Not the start we wanted. Disappointed in the response. Um, you know, beginning in the first period, uh, just understanding how how big the game was, and um, you know they they were getting inside us, and uh, thought they they created chances. Uh, you know, it was too easy for them to create chances, and they on the flip side of it, they did a good job of keeping us to the outside and and getting in between us and the net, and um, you know, hard pressure all over the ice, and uh, I thought. Subi kept us in it there, and uh, you know we showed a little character to come back in the third. But uh, ultimately, you know we we got to get back to our mentality and our identity and and the things that we did um, earlier in the year that allowed us to have success. And um, if we do, then we'll be fine. But uh, you know it's important that we don't wait any longer. Hey, hey Jeremy, what would you specifically like to get back to? Skating, work ethic, competitiveness, relentlessness, uh, defending hard, being willing to to play a zero zero shift and just leave the next line in a better spot, um, being harder to play against physically, uh, being willing to grind. For you may the best thing you do maybe just finishing in the offensive zone or or maybe you start in D zone and just don't get scored on. That's uh, that can be a positive for the team. Draw a penalty, um, do little things that will help your teammates have a chance at success. Uh, it may not be you who makes the play uh, to win the game, but you can set the table for them, and then hopefully they do it for you. And uh, I just feel like we we were missing that edge to our game and and just commitment to doing little things that help you win. It seemed like on a couple of their goals where they, they forced some turnovers on the four check. Is there anything you'd like to see differently on those breakouts? Yeah, I mean, it's probably got to go, go through it uh, clip by clip. Overall, we can execute better. Uh, we can we can be cleaner with the puck. 
we can do a better job being an option. Um, you know, if there is pressure, maybe you got to just hold the guy off, uh, protect the puck, buy yourself a little more time to make a play, uh, winning confrontations at the blue line against their pinch. Um, there's a lot of little things we could do uh, to, to get out cleaner. Hey, Jeremy, talking about that list of all the things you want to get back to, what do you think has led the team to get away from them lately? And, and is that frustrating to see? I mean, all teams go through, uh, you know, ebbs and flows through the year. Um, everyone does it. This is ours. And we got to nip it in the bud. And uh, the, the, the positive is that through how we played earlier, we're still in a good position uh, in the standings. But the way we're going to have success as a team here is uh, doing all those little things I talked about. And then the power play didn't have a shot on goal in their, their first two outings, only had one in that third one. What did you think of the, the power play tonight? What was going wrong there? Yeah, it's um, you know I thought last night we did – pretty good job and then tonight we just uh couldn't enter and then when we did enter uh didn't execute very well break pressure and then you know they they did a good job getting clears winning puck battles hey jeremy in addition to all those things you listed it seems like there's a lot of guys just kind of backhanding passes and guessing that their teammate's going to be there but he's not and then nashville or another team is taking it the other way are you seeing a lot of that a lot more than you saw in the beginning of the season throughout most of the season actually yeah, it's all connected. Um, you know, aggressive on the puck, and then you get pucks back in a position where you can make a play, you have a little more time, um, assertive to be an option, then you create a clean lane, then it's easier to go tape to tape. Um, if we have the right mentality, everything will take care of itself. And uh, I think we know that. And then, can you just comment on the last goal that they scored, just kind of a turnover in your own zone? Is it just Kirby getting against the boards and just not – making the right play there. Yeah, we turned the puck over and then uh, the D jump by our forward. Jeremy, do you talk some of it up to bad luck when you consider, you know, some of the putts going off skates? No. You make your own luck. And I, I think uh, <laughs> based on how we played in the first, uh, could have been worse. That Nashville team has found its identity. Uh, while the Hawks have lost 8 of 11, the Preds are 8-3-1 over their last dozen. You know, I hate to keep throwing numbers at you, but Nashville is actually worse than the Hawks versus the top three teams in the Central. They are 3-12-1 against Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Florida. And that Florida team, by the way, suffered a huge blow over the weekend in losing Aaron Eckblad. The Hawks are 4-9-3 and three against that trio. And, and while the Hawks host the Hurricanes this week on Tuesday and Thursday, before these teams rematch Saturday afternoon, the Predators will host Dallas on those nights. And the jolt that was expected with the return of Kirby obviously didn't kick in over this weekend. And, you know, an argument could be made that he was their best player in his season debut Saturday. Four minutes into it, you know, we saw him slice through a couple of defenders on a rush for a great scoring opportunity that he couldn't bury. And he had a couple of other chances that night as well. Uh, let's get just a taste of what Kirby shared after his return Saturday night about how he felt and how he always thought he'd be back for a good chunk of action this season, even though his wrist surgery timetable from late December was a four to five month recovery estimate. Obviously, there's there's still some things that I'd like to get better at, um, but that doesn't really include what's going on with my wrist and, and injury wise. But I felt good out there. It's 
good to kind of get back in the swing of things. And I think there's still another level that I can take my game to to, to help the team win here. Hey, Kirby, when you had the surgery back in December, did you think that this was realistic at all, that you'd be playing at any point this season, let alone this early? Yeah, I never had no doubts in my mind that I was going to play. Um, I knew what was going to happen and the work I had to put in and to get back here. Uh, I just kind of put my head down and went to work that way. But uh, it feels good to be back. To be able to come back in the middle of a playoff race like this, how much did that kind of amp you up getting up here? Yeah, obviously that helps out a lot. I mean, uh, we're right in the mix of things, and we want to be in that playoff spot, and we know it's going to be fight till the end. So we got to find a way to bring it each and every night, and um, uh, th- th- that's that. Hey, Kirby, any place that you felt a little rusty, or just can you take us through any specifics there? No, I didn't feel any rust at all. I mean, I've been skating for two and a half weeks, almost three weeks doing contact uh doing full ice drills in practice so uh, my legs felt fine i think obviously there's still areas that i want to improve on as a player whether it's in the face-off dot or playing down low and um being better defensively or in the neutral zone but um i think it's just an overall improvement on my game each and every day is where i want to go wonderful to see the kid back and and he'll make a difference if the hawks can get back to their identity of this season which was absent over the weekend. If they don't bring that as their baseline, as Jeremy often says it, uh, against a team that they have struggled against the last few years, then that certainly diminishes their chances of wrestling that fourth spot away from Nashville again and fighting off everyone else. As we wrap up here, hope you didn't mind the solo version too much. This podcast much better when uh, Joe's around to go back and forth with uh, Plankton meowing in the background too. He or uh, they will rejoin us uh, next Monday when we take a look back at Saturday's rematch between the Blackhawks and Preds as well as the matchups against the Hurricanes here earlier in the week and see where things stand before uh, the Hawks then return home to host Dallas next week. Thanks to Ernie Scatton and Curtis Koch on the production end and to you for listening and joining us on this week's edition of the Blackhawks 720 podcast. Have a wonderful week. Have a great Easter as well. And uh, we will talk to you again next Monday. Thanks for listening to the Blackhawks 720 podcast. Tell a friend, subscribe, and join the conversation. And follow the guys on Twitter at Bowden Tweets and at Joe underscore brand one. That was great.